I don't really know how to get the sound effects going, so do we just, like, pretend that we heard it? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You think, you think that'll work? Just make it up? <laughs> just making noises? Oh, welcome back! <laughs> oh, welcome back, gang. I'm excited to get this thing going again. Yeah, we got, uh, got Old Man Lopez here. We got Poopitarian. We are transmitting, not diseases, we're transmitting signals. <laughs> audio signals. <laughs> to one another from our respective homes. Um, I am in my condo. Nick is at his house about, what, two miles two away? Two miles away. Two miles away. And we, we're uh, distant we're gonna, enough. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what do we got on the schedule for today, Nick? We here. should we should get um, since since we're socially distant, we should get like CB radios. Oh God. And like we can Stranger like, Things. Yeah, and we can be like, this is Pubitarian Omen Lopez copy. You got to say over, 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 over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real. I gotta I gotta talk about this before we jump into the show, Doc. I totally forget what movie it is, but it's Jack Black. And he has the walkie-talkie, and it's Orange County. Yeah, 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 it's Orange County. Oh, I've never and, seen uh, it. Th there's a scene where he has the walkie-talkie, and he's talking to a friend, and he's like, okay, out. And he's like, dude, you don't have to make the sound. It does it automatically. He's like, copy that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like genius. my favorite scene ever. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, for the episode today, here's what we got for you guys. Uh, let's do a COVID-19 update. And uh, we'll give kind of a real life scenario. I think it'll be kind of fun to dive into that. And then um, we'll talk like fun, interesting word choice. I can't even think of another one. Fun. We're sticking with it. And then uh, we'll talk about what it's like living with someone who oh. has it. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Okay. And then precautions and just what are, what are your plans for staying at home? What do you got going on with that? And then has your perspective changed on this COVID-19 since it's been announced? Um, and we'll kind of talk about priorities and stuff like that. And then we'll jump into some more fun stuff about home workouts. And I just have a fun little, um, more like a fact about life insects. I don't know that we'll talk about as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but that's, that's what I got for the show today. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll try to keep it as lighthearted as possible. This is at the end of the day, it's still kind of spam. Hopefully uh, we don't scare anybody away with our seriousness, but, uh, yeah, keep it keep tuned in and we'll we'll have some fun here, hopefully. So, okay, what's the first thing we got? All right, why don't we just do a um COVID-19 update? Um tell me how it's affected you and impacted you. Well, um on our end, things have not been so great financially. Well, I, I wouldn't say our end. Jordan, my wife is still working. She has a federal job, which is great. So, uh she's kind of my uh, sugar mama, I want to say. Um <laughs> she she works for the federal court. Um I, on the other hand, am self-employed. I used to do video and photo, and that's no longer a thing anymore because social distancing has prevented me from taking my gear out of my house anywhere, and I'm not allowed to shoot anybody, obviously, and all my clients have uh, dried up. Whenever you have some sort of event like this and companies are put under pressure, usually the first thing to go is their marketing budget, so naturally, they don't have enough money to pay me anymore. So I have gotten, I'm probably like level 50 dishwasher at this point. Um, mm. Super good at dishwashing, man. I can, I, if you got some dishes, email them over. I'll wash them. I'll email them back. <laughs> so. That's good. 
Yeah, um, just uh, just eyeballing some potential remote gigs that I can possibly do from home, and uh, yeah, that's that, man. What about you? Nice. Um, I'm very thankful that you are married to a sugar mama, because <laughs> that doesn't make me feel as bad. Because I'm married to a sugar mama as well. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> what do we talk about? We're married to people with W twos. Yeah, and we're the stay at home yeah. dads basically. Except That's you're right. the only dad um, in the situation so far. <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm true. a fraud. Um, <laughs> but uh, Melissa works at the hospital, so she's going to be um going back to work on Thursday. She's a social worker, so kind of a little nervous about that because we want to make sure that she takes the proper precautions mm-hmm. and you know doesn't want to bring anything home. Um, as far as like um one of the jobs that I have is shut down. But they're still paying all of the workers, so that's really exciting. I'm still getting paid. And then my other job, um, I'm just kind of working from home, basically, doing a lot of online video stuff and um, just connecting by phone and text and FaceTime with a lot of people that you know I oversee in that job. Uh, so that's going good. N- no issues there. But let's talk. Do you want to? Should we get into it? Uh, you know, we definitely need to get into it. This is this is what we've been waiting for. All right. So <laughs> actually, we have a. Um, uh, so I'm married to Melissa, right? And we have a two year, almost two. She turns two next month. And I'm a little bummed because we're going to do like a, I was joking with Melissa. We were going to have a petting zoo and a huge party for her oh and everything. And gosh. Melissa was like, we're not doing none of that. We already planned her one year party and we're not doing one for a two year. So <laughs> it's a big I undertaking. Had, yeah. So I had these low key plans to like throw a big party without Melissa knowing. And then the day of just bam. Everyone's over with a petting zoo and a bounce house, and it was going to be crazy. Uh, anyway, so because we have a, a little baby, we actually have um, friends that live with us that watch her, and they're our child care, and they're great friends that I grew up knowing. Um, well, the they're married. They're 68. He's 68 years old, and I think she's like 64 or 5 or something. But um, he actually tested positive for COVID-19 and they live so, in your house and they live in my house. How big is your house? And, uh, Nick? <laughs> it is not big. Take a cardboard box and then take another one and then put them next to each other. And then there you are. Pretty sweet fort. <laughs> nah, it's a, it's a nice size house. It's like uh, maybe 900 square thousand square feet or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, what? Three bedroom, one and a half bath. Um, we have a living room kitchen and we have a little yard outside too. That's kind of all fenced in, which has been nice, but, but so, for what is it? It's five people. That's yeah. Let's be it's honest. Tight. It's pretty tight. Yeah. It's tight. Um, yeah. So he wasn't feeling good. Um, basically I came home and he wasn't feeling too well. And I was like, all right, give me the baby. You need to go to urgent care right now. Cause he was kind of had a cough and some like cold going on for about like maybe a few days a week before that. Mm-hmm. And we all were getting over cold. So we didn't know he went down, got tested, gets the results back a day later, which is crazy fast. And as soon as he got tested, we basically quarantined him and his wife in the room in the back. Um, the test results come back and he's the second community spread case in Hawaii. In the entire state um, of Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. It was just crazy. And we cannot, everyone's like, how did he get it? I have no Nobody idea. Nobody knows. We cannot figure it out. He goes out the least, probably to just Safeway, and that's it. Grocery shopping. Shout out to Safeway. If you want to sponsor us, we'll take it. (laughs) 
we but, indemnify uh, yeah, so- you from any responsibility for <laughs> Don contracting COVID nineteen. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exact. Yeah. So, but basically, we were really nervous, really scared, didn't know what to do. But I think we acted kind of fast, and we quarantined him and his wife in their bedroom. And we do have two bathrooms. One is a half, and one is a full. Um, so he was only allowed out to go to the bathroom in the full bathroom. And then they have hand sanitizing wipes and a mask and stuff that they wipe down everything that they touch and use when they go to the bathroom. And then I'm behind them in like a beekeeper suit with a Lysol can to spraying everything. <laughs> um, <a> beekeeper suit. <laughs> I thought it'd be funnier than like hazmat. <laughs> right. So, so we make all their meals for them. And basically the wife got tested. She uh, came back negative, which is good. But, but when did she get tested? The in next, relation uh, to him. One day after he got positive. Okay. So there was probably a day where he she, she possibly could have contracted it during that time. And yeah. you guys just don't know. And now that exactly. she, now because she's staying in there with him, there's a pretty high chance of that actually happening. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So basically they, we quarantined them in the room. Melissa wasn't able to go back to work because if you have someone in your house that's tested, uh, you have to quarantine yourself for two weeks because she works at a hospital. That's right. That makes total sense. But yeah. That, so that sucks. Cause what she, she probably had to take, um, what sick leave or whatever. Yeah. So she, she basically had to burn all her sick leave and vacation. All of it. That is all of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you guys aren't going vacation. Yeah, kinda, what about our Disneyland trip, well, man? Well, um, hold on. She ain't going on vacation. <laughs> Oh, burn. <laughs> yeah, so she's pretty bummed about that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm probably not allowed to make a uh, sugar mama joke at this point. That no, yeah. Inappropriate. She, she, could pay, she would pay for my vacation. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's easy to joke now, but we were, we were pretty stressed when it first happened. But I think we took quick action, quarantined them. Um, we don't use that bathroom at all just to shower at night and we wait a few hours after they use it before we like get the shower ready and stuff. Mm. Um, the first few days they like, I guess, use the bathroom at night and then it was my turn to shower and I'm like, I ain't going in there. So low key, I went outside, I crammed the hose in the fence and I went in my underwear and I showered outside. That is nothing to be ashamed of. I, I've, yeah. I've showered many times so, outside, not because I was trying to avoid anything, but kind of at one point our shower just didn't work. <laughs> it just happened that way. Yeah. Yeah. Just lucky, I guess. Um, but the good news is just yesterday we find out he's um he he hasn't had a fever for about three or four days now. So far wife still doesn't have it that we know of. Um Melissa and I and the baby are symptom free. We don't have it that we know of. And it's been about ten days, almost eleven days, and we're still symptom free. He's now off quarantine. So technically, if you guys wanted, you could let him out of the room um, because at this point, what, the contagiousness of the mm-hmm. disease has passed? Yep, that's exactly right. Now, what now the problem lies with with the wife now because she could possibly be coming down with it and this whole thing will start all over again. That's exactly right. That's stressful. Yeah, So, but he still needs to maintain social distance of six feet from us uh, is what the health department said. Right. Obviously. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Yeah, so he um even though he's like kind of cleared, he's still on quarantine basically. 
and he's still really sick. Like he's very exhausted, very tired, no fever. His cough is a lot better. Um, and he's definitely on the upswing, but he's got his appetite back. I and, mean, uh, so his, his whole body is just fighting this super bad infection. So I can imagine how much it's taken out of him, especially how old did you say it was? Yeah, he's 68 years old. That's a, that's a lot for your body to take on it, especially at that age. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't know. I'm not quite 65. I am old man Lopez, but my body is, is a little <laughs> bit younger than that. I want to, I want to say. <laughs> so yeah, that's like you said, that's the concern is one. We still want him to get healthy. We still want her not to get sick. And, um, apparently the health, so we check in with the health department every day. The guy even came down and dropped off thermometers they, for the whole house. Oh, okay. Which is cool. I mean, they really, they, I have to say the health department did a good job every day. They call us and check our fevers and everything. That's pretty great. That's good to know that they have that out there, like really closely monitoring this thing. Yeah. Um, as far as, yeah, as definitely. far as I know, or as far as you know, are, are there any other, um, states that have taken measures as early as we did? Cause I know in Hawaii, this is, we're going on week two already of our stay at home order where we're not allowed to leave the house except for essentials, which is grocery shopping, medical care, and uh, reasonable exercise while maintaining social distancing. Is that, is that about right? Yeah. As far as I know, I, I don't, I, I feel like we were on it pretty fast. I, I really didn't watch the news much because I was like on the front line over here trying to fight. Oh, this thing right. In You're in the trenches. You can't so, watch the news. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys are, are, hopefully getting onto the the downhill side of this thing if i had somebody in my house that had covid-19 i'd be stressing out what are you guys Burn it doing to the ground <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing now to kind of i guess um i mean obviously you're still on high alert but are you guys doing anything to keep busy like to actually enjoy each other's company stuff like that <laughs> or are you guys sick of each other right now over it <laughs> yeah it's been, it's been nice actually Melissa and I are a relationship. We do better when we're with each other a ton versus when she's working and I'm working and then we come together. We haven't seen each other much. So then if we have to dive into a lot of time together, it can be, you know, butt heads a little bit. Mm -hmm. But when when we're just together all the time, it's actually a lot better for us. I have noticed that on, on my end as well. Like I said, I'm not working anymore. All my stresses are basically gone aside from the fact that this whole COVID-19 thing exists. Um, our relationship has actually gotten very, very good. I mean, not to say that it wasn't good before, but I feel like it's like a threshold, right? There's a threshold of, I guess, I don't don't know if the word is right, but frustration that you maintain if you're already kind of on high anxiety. And I feel like that threshold is super, super high right now. Like it would have to be something drastic for us to actually get upset at each other at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So like you said, that's been fun. So we've been, we have a fence around our whole yard. So we're out in the yard every morning. Ayla's running around playing basketball and we have a little push bike that we push her around on and I'm teaching her how to weed in the garden and and all that stuff. So it's been fun. We have our papaya trees are finally fruiting. So that's all she wants to do is climb up the tree and pick the papaya. Even though I'm trying to teach her, we don't pick green, we pick yellow. One of your hundred papayas, Nick? Yeah, dude. Dude, if, well... You can have some if you want. I can tell you which one to pick. <laughs> I just remember that you and your wife had a kind of a debacle about the amount of papayas that were growing on your trees. Uh, 
Yeah, so that, I forgot about that. So yeah, my one one of my trees had at least a hundred papaya, and my wife said there's Allegedly. absolutely no way. So that this was at night. So I went out in the yard in the middle of the night with a flashlight, and I counted all of them, and there was in fact over a hundred papaya, and she was wrong. It's hard to believe. I mean, I went over what the next day or something. We had small group, and you guys were telling me that there's a hundred papaya on the tree. And even I had a hard time believing, but as soon as I got out there, not not going around the entire tree, but just from where I was standing, counting the amount of papayas I did, just in the small section I was looking at, I was like, there's gotta be at least a hundred, 150 papayas on this tree, which is hard to even imagine what it looks like. Oh yeah, it was, that's why I was like, usually I exaggerate those things, but in this case, I didn't have to at all because the bunch was huge. I wouldn't put it past you to exaggerate, but in this case, I I'll, I will hand it to you. There was a <laughs> butt ton of papayas on this tree. Yeah, that's so funny you remember that. That's, yeah, I forgot about that story. <laughs> I should never forget that. The time I was right, the one time. But yeah, man, that's what we've been up to. It's been a lot of people have reached out and been so nice and dropped off groceries at our house and like made us dinner and just so many different things. So we've been really thankful. I I feel like a horrible friend. I haven't done any of that for you. No, you're good, dude. You're good. The Disney Plus account has been gold, so oh, don't even worry. That's what's up. You're indebted to me for life, and I think <laughs> yeah, I just gave you my HBO Go as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my da- my daughter is gonna love you. She is all about that HBO man. I mean, um, that uh, Disney. <laughs> By the way, uh, have you have you gotten into Chernobyl? So yeah, oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. We watched one episode. It's good, man. You, like the way it's filmed and the quality is really, really good. You were able to turn it off after one episode? Well, Kavika, when you have a daughter that wakes up at the Ugh. crack of dawn, it's just anxiety at night waiting to for the morning to freeze <laughs> over. Do you do you never sleep through the night? Oh yeah, there's some nights I'm rolling in there, it's like, you know, ten thirty, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this many hours, and then it creeps into eleven thirty, then it's twelve thirty, and I'm like, oh my gosh. She's going to be up in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't fall asleep because you're just wrought with anxiety about how little sleep you're going to have and how tired you're going to be the next day. Dude, that's exactly what it is. And then, dude, I'm nervous. Melissa's going back to work. And because, you know, Don and Susie aren't feeling very well, I am going to be stay-at-home dad for two weeks. Dude, riding solo? Yeah. Watching your kid by yourself? Yes. So Melissa's like, yeah, you're going to be parenting and being a father. Is there an issue? let's get a little serious real quick because i remember at one point we had recorded a podcast before all of this stuff went down and i i actually listened to the podcast and (laughs) i am very embarrassed at how ignorant i sound it's it's pretty jarring At, at one point i i even said like this thing is not as bad as you think it is (laughs) <laughs> and i'm so glad that we never published that episode even though i'm telling you about it now it, it was a very irresponsible moment in my life but delete um, that now <laughs> right but being somebody that actually had somebody in your home with the coronavirus what would you say has been the biggest change in perspective for you before it was as widespread as it is now maybe even when it was just contained to um china I know I did not take it seriously at all. And I thought, you know, we live in Hawaii and it's it's a world away, basically. I was definitely along the lines of it'll never happen to us. And now it's happened to us. 
I don't know. Did did you have any of that kind of like invulnerable feeling in the past? Oh yeah, I, and I thought, okay, even if it does hit us, there's no way I'm gonna get it. Like, right. it's just the odds are just gonna be in my favor. Like, it's just gonna go somewhere else, and I haven't got it yet. But the fact that like it's in my house, I am I'm like shocked. I like can honestly not believe that. Um, I guess just to say this thing is really contagious. That's I think what's really struck me is it's easily easily spread and just highly contagious. I think the craziest thing about when Don got this is that at the time of them finding out that he would tested positive, it was basically a total of six or eight cases in Hawaii, and he was one of them. Yeah, something crazy small, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And all of them were travel-related, except two. Except for him and somebody else. Is it weird yeah. that I'm saying his name? Um, Nah, I think it's fine. Okay, okay, cool. What has become your priority now? Obviously, mm. containing containment and separation, but this is a very unique time. Is there anything special that you're trying to focus on during during this time of being isolated with your family? I mean, as cliche as it sounds, of course, it's just spending time with our family. Um, I've been grilling my little kid on ABCs and one, two, threes and colors. And uh, so it's been kind of fun, like just trying to teach her. And thinking that Melissa and I have been solely responsible for her, I mean, since she's been born, but just in this unique way where there's no babysitter we're sending her to, there's no this or that. It's just her and I 24-7 with her. Um, and that's kind of fun. It's fun to see her growing up and making her laugh and, and those things. So I would probably say, not that it wasn't that before, but it's just really impacted me more recently of, of like, you know, I have a great opportunity to like make this kid smart. And I'm going to get her potty trained and just all this stuff. So I would say just my family, you know, like that's of course. That's awesome. I mean, I definitely would say on my end, definitely feel like this is a great opportunity for me and Jordan to bond in a way that we probably never would be able to. I mean, we went on a a two, a one and a half week cruise, which is the closest that we would have gotten to being this close for an extended amount of time. So I think being able to do this with her is extremely uh, you know, beneficial to our relationship. But on a totally stupid level, <laughs> my biggest, besides that, my biggest priority is I feel like if I don't do something productive, I start to get dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, um, because we do have a two-year-old, right? She's constant attention. You right. can't just sit with the TV on. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, and even she gets, she can only watch TV like 30 minutes, 40 minutes before she's over it. But Melissa's like, if we didn't have a kid, we would just be laying on the couch watching TV all day. Dude, I, it's, it's a, it's an issue, man. It's legit. This is real <laughs> life. This is the biggest first world problem we're dealing with right now is becoming couch potatoes. Like yeah, in my real. brain. Yeah. I seriously, like yesterday I was, we were watching TV for God knows how long. Or sitting in front of the TV on the couch, <laughs> just lounging around for like six hours or something like that. And at one point, the show ended or something, and I, I paused it from going to the next show. And Jordan looks up to me, up at me, and she goes, "What do you want to do?" And I swear, I almost drooled. <laughs> like I just slowly turned to her, and I would not have been surprised if drool was just running down my face because I just felt like a zombie. 
Like I had no <laughs> thoughts running through my head. It wasn't like I'm tired. It was just like the the only word that I can come up with is day. Not in a like a mentally challenged way, but in like a, I have no brain way. So, yeah, your brain became oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, it just turned into mush, dude. And I was like, I I just stood up and I looked outside and I had I couldn't I didn't know what to say. I was just like, I just I I don't um there's uh yeah, I mm, mhm. Yeah. And I realized like, man, if I don't actually exercise my brain and start thinking and doing stuff and being creative, like I literally turn into a moron <laughs> that has no <laughs> thoughts whatsoever. Like literally no thoughts. So I literally I came into the office and I just I have a bunch of lights and camera gear and I didn't even shoot anything but I just like arranged stuff and played around with the lighting and kind of saw what it was doing to my face and kind of like whatever objects I had on the table and I did that for about 2 hours and then I came out into the living room and I felt like a whole new person. <laughs> it was life changing to realize like how stupid I can get by not exercising my brain. Did did Jordan roll over on the couch and say, did you think about what you want to do now? No, she rolled over on the couch and then she just started drooling into her own shirt. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so good. Netflix zombies. It's so Seriously, true. Seriously, it's bad. Like you got to really yeah. be careful. I never like realized that until that moment. Like my brain can really just, just stop working. And it kind of, made me realize like maybe that's what happens to old people and it would happen to me it would yeah, i would true. be the person to realize this <laughs> you know I mean? that's but if true you don't you keep be. your brain so like, true. stimulated you're you're screwed man this that is the ultimate doom i can tell melissa's been getting a little stir crazy because she busted out the um sudoku book again oh no <laughs> numbers trying to keep her brain sharp yeah she loves sudoku man i hate it I, I can't. I, I just can't. I, I feel like I'm too dumb. Like, I feel like I'm a numbers guy, but for some reason, Sudoku is just it's too hard. I do not like it. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, home workouts earlier. What have you begins, What have you guys been doing to uh, keep them guns big? Dude, I really Can miss I just the gym, say, man. Keep them guns big? <laughs> That's the best, like, cool thing I could come up with. That's going to be what? the name of the podcast. Ugh. Keep, Keep them, them guns, guns big. big. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. You've been watching too much what Tiger King, man. Said? What what what's a cool thing that I could have said? What have you been doing to uh, I think uh I think you could have just said like what home workouts have you been doing? Oh, man, but I went with keep your guns big. No, no, not uh, even keep your you said keep, keep them, them guns, guns big. big. Yep. Worse. <laughs> Definitely worse. You said it as you chugged your Bud Light and flipped your mullet. <laughs> on my rocking chair on the porch. Yeah, with your spittoon. So, yeah, workouts, home yeah, workouts, so, what you got? So, I, I'm a little lucky. We have 20-pound dumbbells that my sister-in-law gave me like two or three years ago because she's like, oh, I go to the gym now all the time. I won't need these. So, we have 20s, we have 8s, we have 10s and 5s. That's so, a pretty solid set. Yeah. So, uh, the, was it yesterday? We went outside and we did a circuit for arms or for our shoulders and back. So we did like lateral raises and mm -hmm. side raises, and we did rows and bent over, like bent over rows. And 
Um, then we did like uh, we we did some push-ups and stuff too, and it was fun because Ayla was out there running around in the yard while we did. Me and Melissa would switch off on the circuits, and Ayla was she was trying to do a bunch of push-ups, and then she was picking up the five-pound dumbbells and kept calling them pickups. So it was fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. Me and uh me and Jordan have basically been walking loop loops in our garage but our garage is actually it's a bigger than you would think uh each level has a half level so we can go up like three half levels and just do like trace the edge of the parking lot and it's a quarter mile which sounds oh, wow. ridiculous like if i think of a quarter mile it's like the whole length uh, around a football field like a track field right and somehow yeah. that equates to our the top you know one and a half floors of our parking garage which is awesome and then um I have a TRX that Jordan bought me, uh, I think, a couple Christmases ago. So I just jammed it in our door and do some, I don't know, some push-ups and shoulder workouts. And then I bought a jump rope. Jump rope with oh, nice. weights in the handle. Pretty cheap. Like, I don't know, 15 bucks or something. But dang, dude, I, my arms are burning afterwards trying to spin this thing. And, like, my knuckle has a bruise on it for the amount of times that I whip myself from this stupid jump oh, rope. Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's awesome. The other thing I've been trying to do is just watch what I eat. Knowing I'm doing nothing, I realize I really don't need to eat. <laughs> if that Dude, makes sense. That's the hardest thing because if you don't have anything to do, you just want to eat. That's a thing. I told right? you some friends have uh, delivered groceries and stuff, and they all of them are throwing. Like uh, my last friends that gave us some groceries um, bought Oreos. Ugh. I didn't ask for them. <sighs> they just bought them. <sighs> but you'd be proud of me. I have not opened them up yet. Oh, man. I would not be able to resist that. I'm the Oreo man. <laughs> Dude, you are the freaking Oreo man. Double stuff oh, for funny. life. So, yeah, that's the home workout. I keep saying I'm going to go for a run. I have not done that yet. I really need to. It's just hard with the baby, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go tomorrow. I promise. It's rough. Uh, I went one time, but man, once you're once you don't run for a while, it's like clawing your eyes out, trying to get back into shape where you can at least run like a mile or two. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's bad. And then everything's chafing and itching because I'm fat. That's the worst. The ch- like in between the legs. Do you get the yeah. thigh? Oh, no, I don't. I don't get those. I get more of like my um, butt cheeks. My belly, my oh, belly dude. against my shirt. I get the inner thigh and then every once in a while I'll get the butt cheeks. Ooh, it's rough. Yeah, that one's rough. That it's one's going to buy there. like some gotta buy some like glide Vaseline stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a slice of bologna in there. Dude, I heard, I heard that's legit. I heard that works. <laughs> Shout that's out to our right listeners that remember, that remember us talking about that story. All right. So that's home workouts. Um, if you guys have any ideas of uh, some creative stuff that, you can, that we can do, I guess, hit us up at CanaspamPod on uh, Twitter, and we'll, we'll give you guys a shout out. Um, what do we got next? <laughs> All right, when the I last, read the this last on thing the show, I, just... doc, I literally like, laughed out loud. I was like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Yeah, so, and of course, it's coming from me. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, so, I would, I'm going to say my wife, and you can agree about your wife or not. I don't want to speak for you and her. But my wife is very, um, what's the word? Uh, empowering. Mm. She's a very powerful woman, I should mm. say. And all about, you know, like, um, like she's like, how come there's no changing tables in the men's bathroom? Sex is pieces of crap. And it's true. A lot of men's bathrooms don't have changing tables, and it is annoying. So I thought about this, and I said, Melissa, how come ladybugs, what, what's a male ladybug? Oh, Talk slam! About, 
Damn, Talk Melissa. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? They're the same. They're just called ladybugs as well. And I'm like, that ain't right. I'm not a lady. I don't want to be called a ladybug. I want to be called a male bug. So then that was just my question is what Man is bug. a male ladybug? What is it? The only thing I know about ladybugs is that they're red with black dots sometimes. And then other times they're just purely black. Now, if my math serves me correct, if I think about peacocks, it's the male peacock that has to look pretty to attract the female, right? That's right. So That's right. I feel like if I apply that same concept to ladybugs, it's actually the red ones with the black dots that are the males, the pretty ones. And then the females are just totally black. I am looking this up. So you're wrong. Damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, male ladybugs and... From what I find, they look exactly the same. Lame. Except males tend to be smaller than females and usually have a little longer antenna in some species. But they're basically all beetles, I guess. So well, I think it's wrong. Are, I think it's totally wrong. That's what I'm getting at. This that's so sexist. I don't uh, as a part of the male ladybug community. The male ladybug I community. Speak, I want to speak on their behalf, and, and we want a name change. We are here to give a voice to those who can't speak up for themselves. And male ladybugs have been suppressed and oppressed and compressed for millions of years of evolution. We have completely put them in a box to be this feminine type thing that everybody sees and it's supposed to be so pretty but who knows maybe this ladybug wants to be a big macho man bug right that's what he should be called as macho man bug macho bug macho man bug yeah <laughs> what's a better name for that? um man bug man bug does not sound good I, I will i will fully admit that i don't like man bug it sounds like a disease you add a number to the end of that, it's it's definitely a disease. Manbug 14. I don't want to catch Manbug 14. <laughs> so they were actually originally called Our Lady's Beetle by British farmers who prayed to the Virgin Mary for help with their crops. And you would call a male ladybug a, a male ladybug. That's the name. So Christians <laughs> made it? <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> well, if you want to donate to the male ladybug awareness fund you can definitely hit us up caspam pod on twitter you can uh, it might be named something different like fun nick and kavika's podcast but d don't mind that it's <laughs> it's definitely going to a good cause because we don't want to see these man ladybugs oppressed for any longer so donate as much as you can we want to give a voice to those who can't speak up for themselves so thank you for supporting the man ladybug cause well that's all i have but i, I do want to end with one question for you though kavika Oh gosh, I'm nervous. I need I need to know, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Oh my God, that woman is so so sketchy. I cannot oh, yeah. believe that that's a real person. I can't believe that any of them are real people. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> there is a new do uh, documentary series. It's seven episodes long on Netflix called The Tiger King. Now I'm look 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 at me. I'm old man Lopez. I hate, like, I, I can't stand reality TV stuff where everything's just <laughs> trashy and people swearing. I'm like, watch your mouth and all this stuff. I don't usually, I don't ever buy into that kind of stuff or appreciate it's it true. by any means. But the audacity 
and just the sheer like WTF factor, it blows the roof off of anything. It's insane. <laughs> what is wrong with people? <laughs> you just can't help but like you're watching it through your hands like what the hell is this? And this lady definitely killed her husband. <laughs> she fed that beast to the tigers. That's I my I feel guess. like that's too obvious. Okay, she says in this one part later on, she's like, oh, if you would just um put sardine oil, sardine oil on whatever, a uh, tiger will definitely eat it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman just confessed to covering her husband in sardine oil and fed it to the tiger. I feel like I missed that. It was a little late. It was uh, kind of around the part where Joe Exotic, uh, they put cologne on his shoe and the tiger starts dragging him across the pen. And I guess they're like talking to Carol Baskin about it. And she's like, oh yeah, it was just take a little sardine oil and a, and a tiger would be all over you. Oh gosh. Anyway, this show, <laughs> it blows my mind. We, we went through the whole show in two days. We watched two episodes last night, and I was just like, I can't. I can't already. And then I started working out this afternoon, and Jordan's like, can I watch it while you work out? And maybe you can, like, half pay attention. I'm like, yeah, I won't pay attention. Ten minutes into it, I'm like, I can't work out. I just have to watch this thing. I have to know what happens. <laughs> they, they have to explain what happens to these people because it's just insane. Anyway, yeah. shout out. It's to funny because. Hashtag not a sponsor. Maybe please, Netflix. Please, no. <laughs> What's funny is uh, we turn it on and about five minutes in, me and Melissa look at each other and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to binge this thing. This is happening. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I, I'm very impressed that you were able to turn off Chernobyl in, in one episode. But I, I got to say, Chernobyl is one of my favorite uh, all-time like miniseries that I've ever seen. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I'll put the word out to any of you spammers out there. Definitely hit up Chernobyl if you guys have HBO Go. If you haven't already, it's in incredibly impressive and just so intriguing, especially since it's a real life thing. But uh, other than that, I don't think we have anything yeah. else for more, for you guys. Um, we'll try and do this on a weekly basis again now that we have this whole remote thing set up. So stay tuned. You can hit us up at CanaspamPod on Twitter. Um, if you guys haven't already subscribed, definitely hit that button and give us a five star review on apple podcast but we'll catch you guys next time and hopefully we have a guest i think nick kawakami mr agent That'd be awesome i can't um, wait to have him back on yeah i think he has the technologies uh so we might try and remote guest him in as well so stay tuned for that but thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time shoot Cheers.